welcome to Godcast, where we cast the light of God into a dark world. I'm Amy Myers, and I'm sharing words and discoveries of God that he shows to me as a way to bring light into your life and into any darkness you may be experiencing. I hope these glimmers of light encourage and guide you to a place where the goodness of God can be the light of your day. Today, I'm sharing thoughts and insights about how God reveals things to me. See, many times God will give me a sense of a passage of scripture, like a chapter or a verse of the Bible. And I've learned that God wants me to look at that verse to understand something he's trying to show me. Recently, God had me go to Psalm 8, which was written by King David, and it's about God. It's a very short chapter, only nine verses. And he drew my attention to verse 3. It reads like this. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. Immediately, God showed me that it wasn't even the work of his hands that put the moon and stars into place. He had me notice that the fingers of God, not his hands or voice, set them where they are. Also, the moon and the stars are set in place, meaning they're put there. They're set into a location. God had me ponder this and research this a little more. One interesting resource that I came across is through the Farmer's Almanac, which describes the reality of the earth and how stars operate and lots of things in the world operate. In this, they were describing that on earth, we see the stars four minutes earlier each day, but they're still in the same position in relationship to one another. So from our human vantage point, it feels like the stars are moving because they're rotating at a different pace or speed, but they're just still very consistent. In a similar way, the the distant planets rotate around the sun in predictable patterns. Many of us probably remember this understanding of orbits in the solar system from elementary school. But while this may seem simple, it also seems forgotten by many people. We know that for thousands of years there has been documentation about stars. This history is possible because of the predictable orderly patterns. This history also reveals God's ability to place enormous objects larger than Earth into orderly patterns and positions that we still see today. But there's more. God usually encourages me to keep digging further into Scripture to find more about who He is and the way that He does things. And He generally does this to, He begins with a passage and He general thoughts, but He wants to bring them down to a practical level for me, and I hope for you too. The next thing that came to mind after stars set in place by God's fingers is the beginning of Genesis. This describes God creating lights for what would be earth. In Genesis 1.14, reads this way, And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from night. Then he goes on to explain why he put them in place for us. He says, And let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. That's Genesis 1 as well. So this describes the sun and the moon, but also the stars that he set in place. God took special attention when he organized the day and the night, and he also placed the stars there. And after all that, God said he saw that it was good. God enjoyed what he made for you and for me. He loves what he put in place. 
Now, let's dig a little bit further. God took me next to Jeremiah chapter 31. In verse 34, he writes, God gives the sun for the light by day and the fixed order of the moon and the stars for light by night. Notice the word fixed order. There's another pattern here. And in another place in scripture, in Psalm 136, God is described as doing great wonders, having made the heavens, spreading out the earth, and making the great lights, the sun to rule over the day, and the moon and the stars to rule over the night. Again, God is so powerful that he can take all those things, and among all of these wonders, he can set the vast galaxy with stars in place in an orderly, fixed way with just his fingers. I know we are heavy into many verses today, but I want you to experience the images and details of God. See, his book is filled with so many details that we often miss. The reason I want to point this out is because it matters what we think about the light that we see in the world. The natural light belongs to God as much as the spiritual light that he wants to experience with you. Oftentimes, I hear people declare that God doesn't exist. Some even scoff at the idea that God put the stars in place. But can we wonder why there is so much order in the heavens that hasn't changed? You know, how do we sit here and say these precise patterns and order are just chaos floating about and randomly moving? For those who scoff or think it's foolish, my heart is greatly sad for them. All of us can look at the magnificent order of the lights in the sky and know absolutely that humans cannot replicate them. In a similar way, humans cannot force the sun to come up over our horizon every day and set it on a different horizon for a beautiful sunset display. Humans cannot do this. Chaos is not that predictable. Humans can do many things, and God gives them brilliant minds to create so much goodness in the world. Yet, humans cannot replicate the stars or the sunrise or glorious wonders throughout the earth. We just can't. We can explore and discover it all, but we just can't replicate it. Again, the sadness for me is to look at these extraordinary heavens with all the glorious parts of this earth and then hear people truly want to believe that there's no God or they view God as no longer relevant. But there is a thought I'd like you to consider today. Given that there is so much chaos in the world right now and so much darkness that can feel like it's overtaking us, is it not the time to look up to the heavens and wonder about God again? Shouldn't we be calling out, God, you did make all of these things? Or we can call out, God, we need you to push back the darkness because you are the only one who can. Only God, who set the heavens in place, has enough power that is predictable and strong enough to overtake any darkness. Now, some do declare hopelessness about the dark world and state that there is too much sin that's been building since Adam and Eve in the garden. I'd say half of that is true. But I challenge the limiting impact of that thinking. There is God who created everything 
and he is greater than the power of sin. And we know this because he set in place another light that separates from darkness. And he predicted he would do this hundreds of years before he did it. Just as God set the stars in place, God chose to set himself in the place on earth. Just like the stars, God chose for us to look upon Jesus for light in the darkness. But unlike the predictable stars, God chose to confuse humanity and the devil only to display his power through Jesus as God and man. It is because of God's love and power that Jesus defeated sin every for every single person in this world. That includes you. God's love and power protects you. The light that Satan does not want you to see, feel, or experience is the light of God's love. Evil lies to you because God came to rescue you from all of the places of darkness. There are layers pushed and set upon us that falsely claim it has a right to stay with us. It's just not true. God declares something different. God made the heavens and the earth, and he says that we can look to him for our rescue. So let's God cast today. Let's shine the light of God into the dark world. God's love and power is mightier than the tricks and lies of evil and darkness. The truth is that God set the lights of the sky in place with his fingers. No one else did that. For all the years that you've been alive and all the years that many other generations lived, the stars that have had a fixed order and the sun that comes up every day and sets every night, God is the one who did that and still does. And the more we recognize and hold tightly to who God is and the power he holds, the brighter the light of God will be in this dark world. And as the brightness of God grows greater and greater in you, the light of God will disintegrate and diffuse the darkness. And the darkness of evil cannot handle the light of God. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the more you take in the goodness and light of God, the more power you will have against the darkness. This is not just any light, though. It is the light of the one true living God who set the stars in place and set you upon this earth. That is the God we're talking about. God loves, God rescues, and brings life into dark places. Do not be deceived, but know that God is love, joy, peace. He is patience, kindness, goodness. He is faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the things in their true form that are ways we can identify the light of God. As a way to take in more of God, I have an idea for you. Tonight, I ask you to look up at the moon and the stars those lights in the sky that he set in place and thank God for setting them there. Then ask God to help you hold tightly to this truth and ask God to bring more of his light and his love into your days. And I pray that God would show you how wonderfully true he is. And I thank you so much for spending time with me today. Thank you for joining me today. This is Amy Myers for Godcast, 
And I pray that God's light would just be cast into your world today. Thank you.